this is Josh Hawks. This podcast is part of the Points of Interest Podcast Network. An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. What's up? This is Vic Ruggiero from the Slackers, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 86. I am your host, my name is Jay, I am the Jedi Rass. Please allow me to put down my sonic screwdriver. Please allow me to reignite my laser sword. And finally, please permit me to flick my back. The Avengers weed, the Hulk, the green <laughs> Big green bud. <laughs> Muscle. That's what the weed's called, Hulk. The Hulk, give them that green weed that you got in that bag right there. The Hulk, <laughs> buy it. Get your prescription tomorrow for the Hulk. Not the dark green, Mm-mm. the iridescent. Rage machine, baby. And he is that iridescent green weed. <laughs> it was the experiment. Everybody wants to say it was some big thing blowing up. No. He picked up this hybrid bud that got caught inside the atomic room that day. And for some reason, ate it, didn't smoke it, ate it. Oh, see. Like a brownie. I'm just going to say it straight out. You know, you should see the Avengers after you hit like one great big bud of Hulk. Because this movie is a Yes! Hello kids, good evening, welcome back to An Elegant Weapon. That was crazy, that was four episodes of timey-wimey madness. But we're we're done with that now. It's back to weed and comic books, kids. It's back to Ganja and Star Wars. 
hanging out tonight with my God-loving, gun-toting, son-of-a-bitch friend, Stan Kanopka. Right here. And I'm hanging out with Josh. How's it going, El Hawkes? What's going, man? How are you guys? Excellent. Great. <laughs> Excellent. That was a long time. It felt like uh, quite an excursion, but uh, we had fun with our Doctor Who celebration. If you all bothered to listen to any of that nonsense. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Every, every minute of it. But uh, here we go back to basics and, uh, and this and that. going to start off with uh, something that recently occurred in the Star Wars universe. Is, uh, more casting calls have occurred for Episode 7. And, uh, you know, I've been kind of going with the flow of what I think J.J. Abrams wants his fans to feel like right now. And that's... That's a calm, cool, collected patience. All we need is just a little patience. No way. I'm insane. I cannot wait to see what he does. It's too important. It's too big. It's too... Uh, they're so going to take their time. Writers have been fired. Release dates have been pushed back. Um, but the casting news is exciting because uh, they're supposed to start filming in January, like January 15th or something retardedly close, right? Yeah. Well, that's just principal photography they're talking about, you know, backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, whatever. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's production. Still, though, you know, there'll be, there'll be people, that, you know, every day that, you know, the film crew was here filming X and, you know. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. New Mexico and London, I believe, things are being filmed in. So I don't know if New Mexico is going to be like a stand-in for ta- Tatooine in any way or just maybe some other completely new, different planet. You know what I mean? I hope they incorporated a new planet in at least one. At least one. Oh, a nice fight, A nice fight scene. I don't think there'll be necessarily new planets as much as planets mentioned before yet yet to be seen. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, you know stuff we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. So that would that would always be fun, you know, when the expanded universe stuff pops up because I think it's going to be more heavily involved. But the casting they're talking about was for like a young heroine type girl, and uh, they're also looking for check this out a thirty five to forty year old Matt Damon type. Matt Damon. Well, oh, no. all three of us know we can't do that. What you, fuck you, buddy. I can. <laughs> See, I can do an excellent Matt Damon. Matt. Demon. Demon. <laughs> I can't remember anything. <laughs> you were the bomb on Phantom. <laughs> There's my Matt <laughs> But uh yeah, so I'm I'm wondering as you know, why why not get Matt Damon? Maybe do you think they've approached Matt Damon and he's like, Yeah, no thanks? I hope. I you don't think hope? Say no. I don't <laughs> I don't think he would say no, but I really hope that they didn't approach him unless it was like to get like a light for their cigarette. You really can't. You know what? They've already got their three big stars, four big stars. If you count Chewie, Uh, they don't need anybody else. They just, they should do what they did with the first movie and just cast no names. And they, cause they had Alec Guinness and fucking the guy that played Tarkin. Those were like the two biggest names in that movie. Right. And then everybody else I got was just nobodies for the most part. Well, I think that's what they're pretty much going to roll with if they're doing this kind of casting where they're just it's it's open call. It's not like lineups like American Idol type auditions right, like right. you got to get like set up through your an agent yeah. send in an application with a headshot and and nor, like you and I could apply, 
but you do have to go through a process. You can't just show up in line one day and be like, put me in Star Wars. <laughs> right. The Star Wars movie. So, you know, it, I, they're definitely, they're going to go with unknowns. You know what I mean? There had been. Well, J.J. The... Abrams is known for that. You know what I mean? He pulled Star Trek, you know, basically out of nowhere. I mean, these guys were not really major names, except for maybe the Harold and Kumar guy. And, uh, Dr. McCoy. Well, I didn't watch Heroes. <laughs> kind of right. They were still kind of they were still kind of TV level stars, you mm-hmm. know. I mean? Absolutely. None of them had made any kind of movie impact at all, really, except Simon Pegg. Simon yeah. Pegg's kind of the senior fucking man in that crew, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was watching him on you something yesterday. I can't remember what it was, but he was doing a perfect American accent. They do it, man. It's all it's all about the training. Shit, what TV show was it? It was one of them newfangled TV shows, and he was on it. And I was like, it's <laughs> fucking Simon Pegg. And then he was And like, he's on TV. Yeah, and he's talking like a fucking American. What's <laughs> going on over here? You've you seen know? his, uh, he, what's his face? Is it Nick Frost? Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars parody and tattooing that they did oh yeah when they're <laughs> i saw it online but i didn't click on it is it that good it's, it's funny. funny it's pretty really? funny. yeah the two of them are pretty fucking jokes together that's for sure oh oh what happened up don't you hate when the tiniest little bit when you're too lazy to put a filter in your doobie and then the tiniest little fucking bit like shoots right in the middle of your throat like direct <laughs> middle of your mouth and your throat. You're like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> that sucks. I fucking hate when that shit, man. I'm just, fuck. The only time I ever smoke joints is if I'm at a concert or someone else rolls it. That's because you're fucking greedy and lazy. Greedy and lazy. <laughs> Must be American. Lazy for sure. <laughs> I'm greedy. <laughs> I love I love dubs. I love the whole art of rolling dubs. I've always been a dube roller. I'm not a bong guy. I'm not a pipe guy. I do enjoy a pipe occasionally, but like sitting on a porch at the cottage with a cup of tea. Like and I don't even like the glass pipes because I feel like a fucking crazy I feel like a crack smoker who's like tripping out on fucking LSD so the pipe looks like it's all colorful and whacked out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes me feel like I'm fucking what the hell, Wonderland crack or something. So I prefer like a long Gandalf pipe. I had a glass Gandalf pipe, like that was long, that came down, you know, and you held it like low. Your love of the halfling's leaf has clearly slowed your mind. I fucking, uh, you know, there was for a while there uh, we were using corn cob pipes. They were uh, big when I was a young guy. You know, but never, never a huge pipe guy. I love a good doobie. I love rolling the doobie. I love the whole experience of the doobie. Doobie, doobie, do. You know, so. So that's good times. Other exciting news has been announced in the world. Uh, when I say the name, uh, other than if you know this name due to the news that it is attached to at this moment, had you ever heard of Gal Gadot? I can't say I have. <laughs> Not until the other day when I looked on Twitter and went, what? Yeah, 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 as did I. She's uh, going to need to gain some weight. I don't, I don't know, man. She she suits what they seem to be doing in the comics these days with Wonder Woman. That's right. 
Um, they might as well just change this fucking Man of Steel sequel's name to fucking the Justice, Justice League. Justice League. And Did you see that they said the Flash right? may make an appearance last night? Well, here's what... That no, on Arrow. Overboard. That would be overboard. Like, then they have to call it Justice League. Like, how is it Batman versus Superman? I don't even think they're going to stick with that name. I no, no, that, people it's now known it as that. Untitled. It's it's untitled as of yet. They say. Yeah, it just the internet needs to get off the whole Batman versus Superman thing. I guarantee it's a situation like that at some point or another. Oh, for sure. It. Yeah, it'll but be. That I don't think they're gonna call it that. Yeah, it'll be that. It might be situation, but this girl looks great. I think uh, she was in the Fast and the Furious movies. You should know those, Josh. Oh, so she can act. Why should I know those? I mean, other than recent events. Aren't you a car guy? No, those aren't car. car those aren't car movies, man. <laughs> no, for some reason, I just for some reason ignorantly assumed that you would have enjoyed those Fast uh, and the Furious movies. I really enjoyed the first one because I thought, you know, because I was into the import, you know, the import scene and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they, I was watching like a making of the movie, and they outright said these, these cars are fake. You know, they're <laughs> they're just stock cars with, you know, body kits and fluorescence and there's well, no turbo how much money they would have had to spend to fucking do it up right you know what i mean well yeah you know how many copies of each car they had to have on set that worked plus well, a I dummy it's just I, mean, kind of, no, like I, I, I know but it just kind of it, it ruined it for me so i was like all right well i'm done wow that's shit cars anyway <laughs> I like a good old Those cars aren't car, real. That car. that forty foot leap onto the freeway, flipping over that oh, semi—that's not a real car doing that. I'm not watching this movie. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, it's just it didn't Those do it for me. Those real. <laughs> uh, you guys remember Maximum Overdrive? With Emilio Estevez? Uh, was he in that? Is it the one with the truck with the big face? Yeah, man, the fucking Steve. Yeah. Hell yeah, I remember that. that. Was that Elio, Emilio? That was Emilio. Yeah. Good Absolutely. Times, man. I forgot that it was Emilio. But yeah, all the fucking trucks and cars and shit in the world came to life. Yeah, my car would kick my ass. Okay, so speaking of the 80s, this is a perfect segue that I've led, led ourselves into here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the 80s a little bit. Um, you went to a convention very recently, Stan. Yes, indeedy. And what convention was this? The Great Allentown Comic Con. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's what I said last year when I saw it in the newspaper. Uh, I said, uh, first, okay. First, my first question. Where the fuck is Allentown? My second question. What's so fucking great about it? <laughs> uh, it's far, pretty far away from me. That's pretty great. Um, it's, you know, it's a good 15 minutes away, so I don't have to worry about the crime and all of the other gang violence that happens there, but it is a beautiful old city and, uh, you know, Liberty Bell went through there at some point or another during its passing through America and they had a a con at like this little, what seemed to be like a cafeteria. It's quite cool. That's totally neat, man. That's, uh, and so how big was this thing? Like, was it like, okay, I went. I went last year. It was the first year I knew it existed. Uh, I looked in the paper, like I said. I said, wow, oh, my God, you know, this is close. <laughs> so once again, I was too late for exhibitor passes, so I couldn't get to that one either. So I get there. It's maybe, you know, 300 people throughout the whole day. And, you know, I was there for quite a while with my wife. We, you know, we met the, 
the Mandalorian guys. We met, uh, a, you know, a couple other, you know, B-level celebrities. And, uh, you know, we left. And this year I went by myself and I stayed the whole day because Greyhaven was there. So I was, you know, busy oh, convincing, convincing with them. No, so, so and this year was insane. It was like triple the amount of people. So what are we talking? Ten thousand, fifteen thousand, fifty thousand? Uh, I would say like a thousand, fifteen hundred, maybe. Okay, that's all right. That's a, that's but a good coming together of the geeknidge for sure. Yeah, everybody was polite. There was real good cosplay there. Not you know Philadelphia or New York quality or yeah. you know fanspo quality, but. Yeah, they were trying. It's funny you say that. I just read yesterday when I was looking into some press information for the future. Um, I finally found out that Fan Expo this year did, in fact, for the first time, break 100,000. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking mind-blowing shit, man. <laughs> it's fucking... They have a very large space to fill, too. Well, they doubled it this year, mind you, right? They were able to do that because the floor space was double the capacity, you know. So you could, it was um, it was it was great. It was the setup was great. I think it needs to kind of find its groove in certain places. It felt strange for it to be so massively bigger than usual without a Marvel or DC presence. That was very odd. But, Didn't they have sports there too? And they did have sports, which was an odd part. But it wasn't that odd because. I, a lot of the vendors I saw at the sports section were guys that I was used to seeing at toy shows that are around the area. And there's lots of little toy shows at hotels and banquet halls around here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, these sports guys would set up with their antique trains or whatever, too, at, at these shows. So it didn't look weird to me. It looked weird to me. They kind of looked out of place for being in something as big as Fan Expo. But it was just a ghost town in there. Eh? Like, and it was sad because they put them right at the entrance. So you had to walk through the sports section to get into the rest of Fan Expo. <laughs> The Hall of Shame. <laughs> Which I guess they thought was would, you know, maybe people would notice shit or have to look at shit, but all it really did was make people feel bad walking by all these vendors just standing there and not making any money. <laughs> they, should, they really should have put them, like, you know, in between, you know, two of the, the bigger booths there or something. Yeah, well, they did kind of, apparently at certain times when I was off doing other things, at, like big times, like Saturday afternoons and shit, it did get pretty crazy at times. Like Hulk Hogan arm wrestled Rob Ford at one point, and that was kind of a <laughs> section. That was all a big deal and shit. So, you know, I guess it did get pumping at one point, and there were some UFC fighters that showed up or something. So, you know, it's uh, when the when they had celebrities around, it was cool. But if there was nobody signing in the sports area, yeah, it was just fucking. It was Deadsville. Oh, that sucks. Let's see what they do next year, but. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a big goal that we broke there. So what we, what I had uh, gone on to talking about the '80s here, what led us into talking about your adventure at the Great Allentown Comic Con, was uh, you got to meet someone, and you I got did? To, you got to play a roving reporter for. Uh, I figured I'd give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, Okay, you when you told me about it, because you texted me from the event, you were like, fucking Bruce Leroy. I was like, I fucking know that name. But then I was thinking, oh, shit. Bruce Leroy, the fighter, right? Because there's a guy, there's a fighter in the UFC going by Bruce Leroy, right? That's <laughs> hilarious. And it made me think of that guy, totally. And then uh, 
And then I looked it up afterwards and I was like, it's this totally seems kind of familiar. And then I saw the bad guy in it. And is it not Booker T? Show Nuff. Is it Show Nuff? Who is that? Is, I don't remember, but he passed away actually. Oh, okay. Cause I was going to say, it seemed he looked exactly, I always thought it was fucking Booker T in there. But <laughs> yeah, so this movie, Bruce Leroy, The Last Dragon. Yep. Yeah, uh, insanely strange. I watched a bunch of it on the YouTube after you informed me that <laughs> we're going to have a little chat with this guy. And uh, fucking just 80s gold brilliance. If anybody hasn't seen it, sit down and watch some of it because it's just all you could hope for and more. A tank of piranhas. Yeah, it's <laughs> holy fuck. And this show enough guy, he's fucking off. He's off the chain. This fucking movie's fucking nuts. So, uh, how, how do you pronounce the guy's name properly again? Tymok. 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 Yes, Such a fucking crazy name. But Tymok was the, uh, played Bruce Leroy. Yes, he did. And uh, you had a little chat with him, which is fucking super cool that you fucking took the time to do that for all our fucking loyal listeners out there. Oh, man, I saw an opportunity and I dove. Now, the audio itself is a little rough. Oh, yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, I did clean it up best I could. Now, I'll give you the bad news first, kids. It's not great audio. You can tell what they're saying. It's not great audio. <laughs> but I will give you the good news is it's only about a minute long. So, uh, you don't have to, you know, but uh, he's seen, like, you can hear it, which is, uh, and he seems super cool. He seemed like a super nice guy willing to fucking totally. Oh, he was. Who and, uh. And then, yeah, seems like a super cool dude. So take the next minute, kids, and fucking listen to the shit. Yeah. I've seen your movie. I've followed your career. A little bit of when I was younger. I mean, you were kind of an institution. Oh, uh, and the belt buckle you have out there is making me laugh every second. I know. Every second. I uh, artists did that. They made a replica of the belt buckle. Really? That's something that I'm into. Maybe, maybe I will uh, also look into that. For. I don't yeah. tell myself I make it to uh, Oh, okay. Fun, so. Okay, could you uh, tell me your favorite memory from any of your movies, any of your work that you've done? Well, I got a lot of great memories, but when I got the glow, that was the best memory. Oh, man, coming out of that barrel of wood. Uh, and then catching it and not getting my boat with anybody more, or, you know, being put down by a show nub. Show nub. So when I got the glow, I felt so good. Oh, really? That is so awesome. And <laughs> we're talking in the 80s. How did 80, they do yeah. that? How did they do that glow? Was that an anime? No, I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, uh, I was just doing the acting, so they did that in post-production. Okay, okay. How'd you enjoy working with the other actors? Well, it was great, you know. The Vanity playing now Denise Matthews, she's fabulous. Uh, shown up, passed away, but he's looking at us, smiling. And so is uh, Leo, who passed away, the kid who played my little brother, Lance. Mm-hmm. But every, it was just fantastic. They're bigger than life characters, all of them very talented. It was electricity. Yeah. Oh, I miss those days. I miss those days. That was that. Thanks for doing that, man. Hey, no problem. I wish it came out a little better. I do have the raw. The problem is I can't get the drivers from my computer. Otherwise, I would have sent it to you digitally as opposed to recording it from my iPhone, which is what I did. It's on a a digital recorder. I'm sending that to you, my next paycheck. Uh, Well, you know, whenever the wife says, okay, and actually. (laughs) You got to check in with the boss, of course. By paycheck, I mean when Tracy lets me do it. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I love you, baby. She uh, she's pretty good though. She she helps me out. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, anyway, it's, it's really <laughs> unbelievably clear. Only thing that's on it is audience noise in the uh, original. So the original you will have in your hands as quickly as I possibly can get it there, Sweet. along with a a Darth Vader. Doobie wielding pen. Doobie holding bobblehead Darth Vader that does not any longer bobble. Yes, he's bobble free. He is the poor bobbleless bobblehead. My bobblehead. Uh, so what happened? Was him. he just hanging out and you walked? Did he have a table and you walked up to him and talked to him? Or yeah, it was just like any other con that we, you know, except you could kind of like walk right up to every celebrity there were no hustlers out there moving you around and shoving you in it was pretty packed so it, you know it was everyone was polite i walked up to him he had a couple guys talking to him for a few moments and i just said hey man i'm gonna be here all day i said i want to interview you a little later on if you don't mind just real quick for a podcast that i know and he said no problem find me later so later on in the day when it got slow i walked up and said hey got a minute Excellent, dude. Thank you so much. That's uh, no problem. I wish, like I said, I wish it was better audio quality, but you'll have the original shortly. And who knows, you know, if he's doing the circuit, maybe I'll get to meet him one day and I'll fucking, you know, we'll fucking have another yeah. up with the fellow. Because I watched a bunch of clips and like 10 minute chunks of the movie, but I need to sit down and actually watch that fucking movie now. You're going to laugh. Because so I don't hard. know. It seems familiar, but I don't know if I've actually seen the whole thing. So catches bullets with his teeth. <laughs> that's some that's some beautiful shit. Uh, Josh, have you seen the, any of those ninja movies I told you about yet? Uh, I've I looked them up on the YouTube's. I just haven't really had a chance to really watch them. I watch a you know I flip through it if you yeah. can do that on a YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I was telling uh, you he needs to catch up on his Shogasugi movies. Oh heck yeah! Pray for death. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and Ninja Revenge of the Ninja. Revenge of the Ninja. How about the one with the possessed girl? What was her name? What was that one? Uh, uh, that was Enter the Ninja, wasn't it? Enter the Ninja. That was when he was a demon. Yeah, yeah. And he possessed so, the girl. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so good. I fell into the uh, American Ninja movies. Right. Oh, they were good. The first one, anyway. Yeah, I saw the first one, but after that, I gave up on it. That kind of, I think, American Ninja was made as a, a an attempt at an Americanization of the success of the Shogasugi movies. I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, I can't even believe you know his name. I thought it was the only person in the world. Oh, are you kidding? No, man. And he was in, uh, whatchamacallit too. He was in kill bill. Oh, wow. That's so great. I and feel so alone. Wasn't he the, uh, he was the sword maker, wasn't he? Had some mushy. No, uh, uh, he was Satari Hanzo, no? No. That's what I'm trying to think of. No, I don't think he was. No, here, I'm so, I'm totally mistaken. He wasn't in Kill Bill. He was in uh, uh, Ninja Assassin. That, uh, oh, yeah. That, the, old, oh. the, the, the Matt, yeah. Yeah, that recent one that I thought was a yeah. blast. I thought that was fucking fun. I didn't expect it to be so over the top, but they did fucking fun well. And the, the head of the clan is Shogasugi. The guy who plays the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, chieftain, and I th I liked that movie. I had some fun with that movie, man. You, you you would think watching that movie that it was made for 3D, but it it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was a little not quite there yet. That guy, what's his name, Rain or something? The guy who played the yeah. lead in that, he's like a pop star or some shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they made him look yes. fucking like the most badass ninja fucking ever. Yeah, that was fun watching the theater. My friends were just, they just kept looking over at me. They're like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention and shut up. Okay, there's a... ninjas coming out of the shadows. Yeah, yeah, like literally, like growing up at it. That's how. That's what Batman's supposed to do. You hear me, Snyder? Actually, don't. No, don't listen to me, Snyder. I know you're. You know what you're doing, Zach. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna do everything great. People say that you're crazy, Zach, because now you're like, yeah. You know what? You know what? I'm so excited. I'm gonna throw fucking Wonder Woman in the mix. But no, it's not that. People think he's getting too excited, but that's not what's happening. He's just rounding something out. He's slowly taking over. I bet you every day he's in those Warner Brother offices, like, just talking to them, you know? Just being like, no, it's going to be okay. You know, look, I've just, I think we've decided we're going to do this, too. We're going to turn and all the lights like, towards wait, the camera. But wait! Like, in the beginning, the Warner Brothers was like, no, we can't do Justice League. Not yet. We need to build stuff. Look what Marvel's done. Look at this shit, you know? We're, we're going to build this thing. We're going to totally block by block and brick by brick. And Zack Snyder's like, okay, okay, no problem. Yeah, I love it. You know, <laughs> we'll do that. Great idea. You know, and then uh, slowly but surely, eventually he's going to get to the point where he's like, okay, guys, we're just going to call it Justice League and be done with it. And they're going to be like, ah, fuck. Okay, Zack. Right. Then they're going to make it and it's going to be Justice League and it's going to be the greatest, biggest, fucking most awesomest movie of all fucking time. I mean, so they said they we have three. Dylan. Say again? Two. They said today that they cast the villain and they uh, showed his picture. Oh, did they? I heard that it was going to maybe be a Metalos or Metalos something. I can't remember. It was a name, Metamos. Hello? Can't remember what the Apocalypse? fucking name was, but it was like a weird, fucking, totally obscure villain. Metallo? Metallo, that's no. it. Yeah, that's what I was saying, Metallo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening there, but I, I have faith. I have faith. I, you know, we're gonna see this through, and whatever, man. If anything, it's at least gonna get Wonder Woman on screen for the first time, right? And a new Batman. And a new and Batman. A new, and, and a new suit. That's the most important part. Did, did you, you heard what Kevin Smith was saying about the suit? He saw Ben Affleck in the suit, eh? He saw oh, him yeah. and he made him want to cry, he said, yeah, or something like that, right? His knees, like, shake, and he wanted to tear up. I, and <laughs> I want to see this so bad. I can't wait till it leaks. He goes, he's like, not only did I see the suit, I saw Ben in the suit. Ah. <laughs> uh, like, oh. uh, Nerdwood. Uh, yeah, total. That's like, like, ultimate, like, nerdgasm, dude. <laughs> <laughs> a light all over hot one. Um... Yeah, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, there's one other piece of news that I was going to fucking talk to the world about and give my fucking opinions on because it's my fucking podcast. Was, uh, did you hear about X-Men Apocalypse today? I did nope. not. It, it seems that Days of Future Past won't be the last of the days of the X-Men. They've already announced for 2016 yet another fucking X-Men movie called Apocalypse. Oh, it better be friggin' Sentinels. Oh, I'm so upset. I'm so sad. Uh, don't, don't tell me they cast you Jackman already. I'm also being kind of super hypocritical at the moment. You know, just yesterday I unfollowed a thing on, uh, or I unliked a thing on Facebook because they were talking so ill about 
Superman or about Man of Steel. <laughs> but it's not that they were talking ill about it. It's just they weren't even being like constructively, you know, you know, in any way were they not trying to, they weren't trying to say anything. They were just like, just that was shot and it was this and that, you know, and I was like, oh, that's just bullshit. I don't like that kind of crap. Have something constructive to say about it or, you know, don't just fucking write a whole bunch of shit about how shitty some shit is come on that's just fucking retarded so by much... the way i want to tell you you've converted me 100 percent to how you feel about it i've seen it two times since the last time we spoke about it and i need much much more that's because we've communicated about it you know there's lots of things that people have turned me on to that i weren't really into because you know i listened to someone's point of view on it and i've been like you know what you just made that sound like the coolest fucking shit in the world and then when you see it from that perspective you know, some things can be fucking spectacular. So that's what we're here for, to share how we look at things. You know what I mean? That's why I'm saying right now I'm upset at this X-Men apocalypse thing. Because come on, can we get on with newness? Please don't go for the Jackman again. I've heard him say he'll play it forever as long as he can. But just please, someone give me a new Wolverine. I'm going to cry. <laughs> you better be short no, and angry I'm, too. I'm right with you, man. I'm, I'm done with him. I feel like the world's not like that. I'm glad you're with me because I feel like they're totally not. I feel like everybody loves this no, dude, and I know he's the nicest dude that ever lived. Like he is, he's the coolest dude ever, and I love him to death. And he tried that damn best, it. but after seven times, I still haven't seen proper animalistic berserker rage. Haven't no, seen- I don't think you will though because of who's running the show. Well, that's true too. I mean, I would, God damn it, please give us an R-rated fucking Wolverine. You're right. That's the first thing we need, and we we need to go higher with these comic book movies, like because Marvel can get away with their like Campy. with their campiness, <laughs> yeah, and they can make it family oriented, oriented, you know. But that's not what a fucking good fucking comic book movie needs. Look at the best of them. Look at the Watchmen, you know. Look at fucking Sin City. Yeah, look at look at what look at what's happening now. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, I know Marvel movies are great. They're always gonna be great. They're fucking awesome movies. They're great effects, great stories, but they're in a certain vein. You know what I mean? I want to see it take. I want to start seeing these fucking non-approved graphic novel movies. I want to see Wolverine just coated in blood, just fucking tearing flesh. That's what I want to see. Is that too much to ask, world? Why did I have to fucking not become a filmmaker and make a fucking Wolverine movie? <laughs> it's retarded. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> but who who would you? I mean, who would you cast? Danny DeVito, Hugh Jackman. No name. Danny DeVito. Okay. Absolute no name. Danny DeVito Scout. is Wolverine. <laughs> I would scour for the right person. <laughs> hey. I have three dream projects that if I ever had become a filmmaker, I would have made. And one of them was a Wolverine movie, but like proper, right? Um, one of them would have been a remake of The Highlander. There can be only one. Don't dare. That's blasphemy. Be quiet. No, but I mean, you don't know Fish. what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't care. Shut up. No, it would have been good. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a true Highlander fan, and it would have been made on an epic, Bravehardian scale of uh, across continent involvement. That just it would have been glorious. Trust me, it would uh, have been just fucking glorious. And the third would have been a Bob Marley biopic. 
because for some reason that's, wanna hang out with his family <laughs> that's well that's still yeah it still has yet to be done but i mean if you've ever read catch a fire which is the a biography of bob it's just an absolutely brilliant and amazing biography of a, of a, of someone just if you ever if you're into biographies at all or bob at all or or the birth of reggae at all or fucking voodoo at all even like fucking put it this way if you follow the book catch a fire the way that bob's birth would be portrayed in the movie would be like a fucking voodoo chant in a thunderstorm like it would have been just fucking great you know so i watched a good special on pbs it was like a two and a half hour special it must have been in 2000 2001 all about bob marley it was fantastic uh time will tell does that sound familiar i you know what it was right before i started been working again so i don't really remember those times <laughs> yeah, the best bob marley documentary i ever saw is one that came out called time will tell and uh everyone should check that out too because that's just uh did you have a it's... bunch of footage in it oh from yeah from the concerts oh and yeah stuff? oh yeah oh yeah the great cool the cool thing is about whatever you read about bob marley whether it's a biopic or uh, whether you read one or a documentary you watch one it's uh it's also a history of jamaica he is so intertwined with the the culture and history and politics and religion and everything to do with that fucking island that you cannot tell his story without learning the entire history of jamaica it's an amazing thing so you're kind of getting this you know incredible history lesson at the same time you know he was yeah. just as powerful as any political figure was in Jamaica at any point that he was around. Like, the people listened to him before they listened to the government. You know what I mean? Like, he had so much power, they pretty much had to do whatever they could to work with him. You know? Wow. Yeah. Like, if Bob didn't want something to go down, he just told the people not to do it, and they didn't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, now I will sing you a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty fucking cool shit. So that's pretty much been go. What's been going on in the world, children? It's good to be back, uh, Josh. Welcome back to the world of marijuana ingestion. Yes, thank you. <laughs> We've missed you. We've missed you as you've had to go out to that strange place of reality. It's not a kind of place to be. I don't like it there. I don't like it. But it's, you know, it's like a nice, warm, welcoming hug when you come back. <laughs> it's always there waiting for you. Just with arms open. Welcome to, you know, ready to bring you into its bosom. <laughs> and just cloud over you like a blanket. <laughs> no, I'm doing... I'm... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, my luck, I'll try it again and end up having a panic attack and in the hospital. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> it's supposed uh, to do I'm, the uh, opposite of that, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I smoke Paul Malls. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, you know what, kids? It's not for everybody. And I don't say that everybody should smoke pot. But if you do smoke pot and wish to enjoy pot, you should have every goddamn right in the goddamn world to be able to fucking do so. So, uh, you know, the rest of this world, we got to smarten up like fucking Colorado over there. And uh, lucky, lucky guy, Josh. I can't wait yep, to yep. walk into a store and be like, give me some of that goddamn <laughs> push up on the third shelf over there in that shiny pill bottle. You know what? Give I, me that there. <laughs> I, I'm going to try and work it out so I can uh, uh, have some videotape rolling on it. And just, but you know, like sneaky style. 
Oh, you got to get like a GoPro. Reason? Is there any, can you go in first and be like, Hey, I do a podcast and I'm doing a piece on this. Cause I live in Colorado and we have this show. Is it or whatever. Run? <laughs> and be like, you know, can I just talk to you for a sec and, you know, and talk to them. Oh like, yeah. It's perfectly legal. Like it's so hard to get your head used to it being legal. I bet. Eh? Like oh, if yeah, it's dude. part of where you won't get in trouble, they can't get you on a technicality, you know? Right. I mean, even right now, I mean, once they passed it, uh, you know, in July or whenever it was, um, you know, you can roll around with an ounce in your pocket and yeah, that's fine. That's my dear Lord. <laughs> so beautiful. Such a beautiful thing. I think I'm going to cry. Oh. But nobody gets anywhere at rush hour. Ain't no damn rush. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> hey, man, I'll get home whenever. <laughs> and fuck it. I'm listening to the radio. Turn it over to Turn that up. What is that, Lowrider? They're playing some good vibes. <laughs> I must hey, it's funny you mentioned hour. Chat over here is Tyrone and Leroy Jackson bringing you the smooth groove. <laughs> It's funny you mentioned radio because I haven't listened to it unless I was listening to hockey in like two years now. <laughs> Me too. Hockey, <laughs> hockey on the radio—that sounds you know, fun. You know a podcast. Well, but when you're driving, you're when you're driving to some, you know, from one place to the next, and you want to keep up. That's what's what you do. But yes, Jay. Yeah. It, it, what that is a podcaster's fucking thing, huh? <laughs> to stop listening to the radio and just listen to podcasts. Totally. Yo, this is Greg Capullo, man, and you're listening to Elegant Weapon. And you know who the biggest elegant weapon is? I can't tell you where it's located, but it's uh, got something to do with me. Stan. Stan. Yes, sir. And Nemesis Studios, Grey Haven comic books. Where are we at with things? I have scripted one of the stories and sent it off to the editor for the first draft, well ahead of schedule. <laughs> Uh, I've got the other two sitting in front of me about to be finished and sent off as well. The first drafts, of course. And uh, my artist, Corey Anderson, is kicking major butt already. He's got the, the entire character lineup for the first story drawn and ready to go. And okay. he's just working his butt off. It's I'm a little mixed up because it seems like you got so much shit going on right now. So is this the ministry that Greyhaven is doing shit? Like, what's hap- what's happening where? Okay, I submitted to uh, Greyhaven's open submission. Uh, I submitted three stories to three different themes, I believe. It's one is Limitless, uh, one is The Gathering, and one is an OGN original graphic novel. I believe that one's... I don't know what that one's called off the mo- uh, top of my head. Uh, but I I was accepted for The Faith, for The Addiction, and for The Western Horror. And so I'm like compilation books they do, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, they're like collections, right? Or like, what? Mm-hmm. Are they, are they got some. Fucking... I think it's called the Gathering. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the Gathering is the title of the whole uh-huh. thing, and then they put a bunch. That's of stories. one. That's one of them. Okay. All that's right. It. The other book is Limitless, and uh, I believe the other one's going to be published in some sort of anthology. It's a little well. hard to keep straight, but it's a brilliant idea. I love that they're doing it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. No, it gives, it gives me a chance to put my work out there. Like I said, any artist worth his salt can put a picture up on Twitter and they own it. You know what I mean? But I, I can't put my work out there for anyone to see. Otherwise it's gone. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I do it this, in this format first. And then the ministry will be kickstarted after these three are published. Then we're going to get full on. I mean, I've got 
pages upon pages and pages on the ministry so now. All the stories you've written, faith-based ones? No, no. One's a faith-based one. One is a an addiction story, and the other is a Western horror. Do and and the the do they have as one of their collections like a whole religious like book, or does that just happen to fit the one story that you're that you submitted? I think they have. Uh, I think this one's going to be a collection of faith-based. I actually have a bunch of their books in front of me right now. I have to open them up and look at them. I have them in a Ziploc bag because I keep them in my studio. That intrigues me, man. That's. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard of that before. You know what I mean? And uh, it's it's kind of ballsy in their way to put something like that out. It's not a common sight in the comic book world. You know what I mean? Well, they're a pretty decent company. I talk to these guys like face to face and they're real, real down to earth guys. And, you know, I met almost everybody. I haven't met the editors yet, but uh, I met the editor in chief and he seems like a pretty groovy guy. He just won an affiliate award for best comic writer of the year. I believe it was nice. Uh, But uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's a good company. I'm going to get my work out there. You know, it's a way for people who have heard me to get to finally read something that I've done. Uh, and you know, then hopefully from there I'll kick, well, not hopefully definitely kickstart the ministry. We'll get the, uh, paper to pen or a pen to paper and put out some awesome rewards. Is, now is this crap that you have to do? Is this all Corey's first endeavor at putting anything out too? It is, it is, it is. I found him by the grace of God yeah, yeah. and he, he's so good. I mean, it's just, it blows my mind every time he sends me a sketch. I'm like, oh. Can't wait to see it. Very, very excited, and I'm happy for you. It's, uh, thank you. It's, you know, that's what we got to do. We got to chase our our dreams, everybody. Go out there and chase your dreams. Chase them so they don't float away. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's about all the excitement that's been happening in my world and these guys' worlds. Josh is smoking weed again. Stan is writing comic books. Wonder Woman's going to be hot as motherfucking hell. And I can't wait to see that fucking Israeli ass fucking, you know, she was like a fucking fitness trainer in the Israeli army for like two years too. Like, yeah, it's a, that's code for assassin. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, she's going to like fucking uh, Zohan that fucking Wonder Woman shit. It's going to be fucking awesome. And if she looks anything like Wonder Woman's been looking in the comics these days, it's uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be I I don't know if we might see Wonder Woman as much as we might see Diana. You know what I mean? But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that's kind so, of what I'm thinking. We're so clueless to everything, like, because who saw this coming? You know what I mean? Like, this is yeah. fucking... They've been trying to figure out what to do with Wonder Woman for so long, and now this, so I don't know. But, uh, you know, no Star Wars news is good news, I think, right now, kids, because that means uh, they're taking it as seriously as they would have taken it back then, and they're, they're taking everything back. So, Josh, Stan, it's great to hang out with you fellas. Nice talking you to you. You too, man. man. Josh. Have you moved yet? No. No? Is that happening? <laughs> Are you moving? Yeah. You should move to Toronto. <laughs> I just said that, that like a total American. I just said Toronto. Toronto. 
I just sit there. <laughs> it so sticks out when I hear that shit when I listen, especially lately with the fucking Rob Ford bullshit. Is that so funny? Uh, <laughs> things, yeah. And they're talking about, it and they just keep saying Toronto, and I'm Toronto. like, that sounds so fucking weird. It's Toronto. You don't pronounce that second T. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just only people who are from Toronto know that that, that second T is silent. It's Toronto. Get it straight, people. Motherfucking. But we come from just outside of it. We out here in fucking motherfucking Claxon, Ontario, Canada. We in the L5J, bitches. That's it for this week on an elegant weapon. Burn your house down!